Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, the show that is the leader in the clubhouse for most talk about foodborne illnesses like salmonella or E. coli. That's the other one. E. coli. So you can get salmonella salmonella from cookie dough? Yes. Well, then what do four-inch turtle shells and cookie dough have in common? My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good. Salmonella free. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's actually Pickle. That we think, we think. Yeah, I was just going to say, I haven't had that confirmed. I think you know. What are the symptoms if you get salmonella? I, I think apparently, like, you real wicked stomach cramps. Oh. Like, and it's just, it's, I'll, I'll spare That's the fair. audience, but the things that usually come along with yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Today is Thursday, September 14th, 2023. It is 70 days till Thanksgiving. No oh. jokes here. This is an important day. Two birthdays to celebrate. Oh. One, happy birthday mm-hmm. to our office manager, China. Yes, happy birthday, China. China Lawrence turns 26 today, I presume. Yeah, we're going to go with that. I presume. I think that's about right. She is the most important person at this company. That is not an opinion. Yes. That is a verifiable fact. 100%. Happy birthday to our friend, China. 
Also, happy birthday. That's one goat, right? We agree. Chance yes. the goat. Oh, yeah. To another goat. Okay. Happy birthday to Nas. Nas is 50 today. Happy birthday. Gifts. Happy birthday to the greatest rapper of all time. Hard stop. Illmatic, greatest album of all time. Happy birthday to Nas. I hope he's having a great day. I hope every day is a great day for Nas. I he's agree. done so much for us. Speaking of Washington, D.C. It's episode 1,650. Oh, look at that. 1650. That's kind of neat. On today's show, folks, that is not what we're doing on the show. Oh, That's wrong. No. On, on today's show, folks, we got the top 10 Texas high school football. That's the show we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, but today, we're going to do the top 10 Texas high school football games from across the state in week four of the Texas high school football season. Then, we're going to be joined by the head coach of the Collinsville Pirates. Uh, it is Coach Garrett Patterson is going to join us, heading into their big game with Cooper. Big state-ranked matchup with Cooper. We'll talk about that with Coach Garrett Patterson coming up here in a, in a moment. And then back half the show, the picks, my high school football predictions for week four of the Texas high school football season, if you stick around for all of that fun. It's mostly nonsense, but also Garrett Patterson. So, like, it's nonsense and also, like, someone who knows something about football. Legitimate humans. So stick around for all that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. Ed McElroy, Paul Roberts, whose football opinion you can trust, Tony Blaylock, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Howdy, friends. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. It is, of course, the first day of week four of the Texas high school football season, and um, there's a variety of games. There are there are fewer games this week than there have been all season. Big bye week. Large bye week. Big pre Almost the, bi-week. like, like rounding up the entire city of Houston is off this week. Pretty much, yeah. For example, a lot of eight-team districts that are taking their bye week this week. But there are still, it's a, this is fun to say, it's a huge bye week. A lot of teams are off. Still 650 Texas high school football <laughs> games across the state. It's usually, what, this one in week seven? Yeah, week seven's another week one. And then, week yes, seven. week seven's big. Or week six. Six. I think week it's six. six Four is big. and six are the big bye weeks. And then, if you want to get into the six-man ranks, week eight, eight. is huge. Yeah. Because there's a lot of four-team districts, and almost all the four-team districts take off uh, week eight. So they go nine to eleven. And then you have the crazies that save them until week ten. <laughs> or and eleven. Week eleven, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of interesting. But anyway... All that's to say there's 650-plus Texas high school football games across the state. We've got game projections and win probabilities for all 650-plus on TexasFootball.com. But why don't we start breaking down my top 10 Texas high school football game of the week in week four of the Texas high school football season. We will start tomorrow night in Gunner as the number three Brock Eagles in 3A Division One visit the number two Gunner Tigers in 3A Division 2. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Whoa! Let's go. Really? We're we got, so hyped for this we one. We Brock and Gunner on Texan Live. Uh, oh, yeah, yesterday's birthday boy, Colin Brown, will be ah. calling the game for us. So excited to hear what Colin has to say. Fabulous. It's a huge game. Um, Brock is 1-2, but they have run through a gauntlet uh, of a schedule. They have uh, have a narrow loss to Pleasant Grove, who is a fo- state-ranked 4A Division 2 team. They have a narrow loss to Wimberley, a state-ranked 4A Division 2 team. And they have a pretty good win over Wichita Falls Hershey, which is a 4A Division 2 team as well. They have, one of the questions I have about Brock is whether or not that offense has truly woken up. They looked a lot better last week in their win, or rather their loss to Wimberley than they did in the previous two games. Going up against Gunner, and I'll be honest, 
I don't think we know anything about Gunner. No, they've had the exact opposite of the schedule that yeah. Brock has had. And and part of that, I'm, I'm not. It's not on them. It's not on them. There, nobody wants that smoke. No. Like nobody wants to sign up for that. So I, I mean, I credit Brock for 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 saying no. Let's let's fight these let's fight these battles. But we'll find out a lot about Gunner this week because I I think quite frankly I don't think you can take anything from the first three games. Mm-mm. They are much better than all three of those teams, and they looked like it. Uh, and so what does that offense look like? More, more specifically, can, what, does, what happens when the Gunner offense, which has looked so good in the early going, Walker Overman and company, still replacing a ton of important pieces from last year's state championship team, what do they look like going up against what we know, and I'm comfortable saying is mm-hmm. a very good Brock defense. Yes. Very good Brock defense. Big, big game. They there. beat them last year. Gunner did. Yes, they did. They in did, week in four very, of the season. In a banger. Mm-hmm. In a banger. So this should be another really big game on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Yeah. 7 o'clock Friday night in Spring Branch at Ranger Stadium. It is a District 12-5A Division One opener uh, between number 7 Smithson Valley and San Antonio Wagner. Bounce back to week one. San Antonio Wagner on that, that opening Saturday really made a statement with a throttling of Liberty Hill. Looked every bit the part of a team to beat in San Antonio. Uh, they kind of fell back to earth the next week. Um, and But this is a flex bone offense. Braden Prass and, and William Williams have looked really good. Going up, going up against Smithson Valley. Smithson Valley. Defense led by Jackson Maynard has been very, very good. Um, what happens when they when these two go at it in a District 12-5A opener? I think you can make an argument that this is a district championship game, District 12-5A Division One in, in Week 1, or rather Week 1 of district play, I should say. Um, one thing to keep in mind is Smithson Valley has dominated this series. So does that form hold at home there with Larry Hill's uh, Rangers taking on San Antonio Wagner? Keep an eye on that. Then let's go to Central Texas. Huge matchup in Central Texas mm-hmm. as the number three team in 2A Division One, the Centerville Tigers, take on the number two team in 2A Division Two, the Mart Panthers. A rare actual data point for Mart. <laughs> Usually, one of the things about Mart, and again, not their fault because mm-hmm. there's not exactly a line of people lining up to to play the play the uh, the, the Panthers, but. One of the knocks on Mart, knock is too strong a word, is that we just don't know anything about them until we get to like round three or four of the playoffs. Even then, they've dominated region three. And so this is a real certified, bona fide data point for Mart because Centerville is for real. Centerville has looked very good in their first three games. They get uh, they their do- their defense has been dominant, uh, giving up just 11 points per game. Uh, this is a team that I think is going to have an opportunity to, to make some noise. You go back to uh, to week two when they beat Crawford 43-20. That is a statement type win. That is a statement type win. We know what they're going to be about. They want to line it up and run the ball. Guys like Andrew Newman going to take center stage in this game. Uh, he's been very good. Another running back in uh, in in in, in uh, Zantel Holly. Zantel Holly. Keeping on the running game. How well does Mart, which kind of got brutalized in the run game in the state championship game last year against Albany, how much does that run defense improve? This will get a real good data point on both of these teams between Centerville and Mart in Central Texas tomorrow night. Then let's go to Comanche as the Toller Rattlers, the number five team in 2A Division Two, take on the number seven team in 3A Division Two, or 2A Division One, rather, three, take on the number seven team in 3A Division Two, the Comanche Indians. Toller's coming off a loss to uh, uh, 
Dallas, Dallas Christian. Christian. And I kind of tried to warn people about this, that, that Dallas Christian is not only a good private, like not only a good private school, but like they're bigger than Toller. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to like make those kind of comparisons. But they did. I mean, one of the problems that I, I had somebody ask me, like, why did Toller drop a little bit in the rankings? I think they dropped from three to five. And part of it is that they were non-competitive. Yeah, like they, they got, never flashed. They got outgained by like 300 yards in that game. Uh, now, Parvin's Dallas Christian's really good. Mm -hmm. I need to see them. Comanche is a team that is much more in their weight class. And I'll tell you that Comanche does appear to be have the familiar symptoms of the real deal. They are outscoring their opponent's pickle on the year 164 to 8. Seems good. They have dominated their first three opponents and have looked really good doing it in all aspects of the game. I mean, everything everything for them is clicking. This quarterback, Landon, Leighton Welch, has been very good. Uh, from what I understand, Sawyer Wilkerson, their running back, uh, the, the star running back, he will, uh, I think he's been a little bit nicked up. We'll see if he plays in this game. Uh, same thing with Toller's running back, Peyton Brown. He did not play last week against, uh, uh, against Dallas Christian. Does he play in this game? Fascinating matchup, an opportunity for Toler to bounce right back, and an opportunity for Comanche to really set a tone here in this one. Massive game there. Then let's go to the big country. 7.30 p.m. Friday night in Hawley at Forest Field. As the number one, it's a matchup of defending state champs, the number one team in 2A Division II, the Albany Alliance, take on the number four team in 2A Division I, the Hawley Bearcats. I won't spoil the picks video, which we'll play later in the, in the we'll bring you later in the, the episode. Um, but... Almost all of this game comes down to whether or not you think Hawley has figured it out offensively. Because the first couple games were rough mm -hmm. offensively. They just didn't get it going. Uh, Keegan Abel's their quarterback. Landon Sakura. They've kind of started, but they got on track last week against Eastland. How much is that? like the new normal for them. I want to see that. We know what Albany's going to be about. They're going to run the ball with Adam Hill. They've got a big offensive line. Their defense has been very strong. Um, this is a fascinating matchup. Remember, Albany or Holly won this game last year, but that was also at the peak of Albany's injury problems. Fascinating game here between Holly and Albany matchup of state champs. Then, let's go to Bernie. 7 o'clock Friday night at Bernie ISD Stadium. The number four team in 4A Division One, the Bernie... Greyhounds take on the number 10 team in 5A Division 2, the Gregory Portland Wildcats. Um, I, I think I've said this on this show. Uh, I like Gregory Portland a lot. Mm -hmm. Reed Dooms, their quarterback, Gabriel Juarez. Love their coach and Brent West. Their defense has made plays. Interested to see how well they match up with Bernie. Uh, I think TJ Dement, their running back, is a star. Hudson Hendricks. One thing to keep an eye on in this one. Two things, actually. One... Bernie is playing with their backup quarterback. Jackson Bays has been injured. Uh, they are turning to a freshman, Hank Hendricks, the son of Sh Coach Shea Hendricks. And he's he's acquitted himself well, but he's also a freshman. freshman yeah. What happens when he takes on a team in Gregory Portland like this? The other thing defensive line too. is Bernie's defense a problem? Because Bernie's given up 77 points to San Antonio Antonian and to Corpus Christi Flower Bluff. Yes. Is Bernie's defense an issue? We'll and find out. Usually tonight. they can outscore people, but with a yes. freshman quarterback, that starts right. to, uh, can you just they, run away? No, you probably need to play a little bit of defense. Too. They can run the ball, too. I mean, TJ oh, yeah. Demand, I mentioned, their big offensive line, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated with that. Then, tomorrow night, we'll talk with the head coach of one of these teams here in a moment as the number four ranked Collinsville Tigers, Collinsville Pirates, rather. Centerville is the Tigers. Collinsville is the Pirates. Oh, the, get it together. I'm sorry. The Collinsville Pirates 
take on the Cooper Bulldogs in a in a state ranked matchup. Collinsville, the number four team in two A Division two. Cooper, the number six team in two A Division one. Cooper uh, does have a loss on the year, but it's one of those like understandable like you, you never called a good loss, but a good loss. Um, earlier this year. Uh, specifically, their offense, I think, has started to really turn it on. They lost to Hooks, you remember, back in Week 2. Their offense has really started to turn it on. What happens when they take on Collinsville, who has been lighting fools up? I'm a big fan of this Collinsville team. Uh, they have hung uh, 126 points in three games so far, and they are rolling offensively. This is a team that looks the part of a, a very dangerous squad. Uh, their quarterback, Logan Jenkins, the numbers he's putting up are silly. Silly. He's thrown 15 touchdowns in three games, okay? And he's run for another two. He's been on another level. What happens when he goes up against a good Cooper defense? Fascinating to talk with Coach Garrett Patterson of Collinsville coming up here in just a moment. We mentioned that it's a, it's, a, it's a big bye week in the Houston area, but it's not for everybody. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, it is going to be a district showdown between the Willis uh, Wildcats. Wildcats. Thank you. Wildcats with a K. I don't know why, but I kept looking at the Conroe oh, Tigers. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the Conroe Tigers. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Thank you. The newly ranked Willis Wildcats. And and I've, I've made this point before. If you are looking at Willis and you're thinking, oh, that's the DJ Lagway squad uh, team. Like, to be clear, you're right. Mm-hmm. He's very good, mm-hmm. and he is worth the price of admission. But they are a lot more than just DJ Lagway. Oh, yeah. Their team is loaded with playmakers. Dalen Robinson, their running back, has been very good. Same with Terry Lawrence on the uh, as a running back. Uh, running back. DeBron Hampton is a star out wide, and their defense has been pretty salty. Taking on a Conroe team that we know what Conroe is going to be about. Conroe wants to line it up and run the ball at you and play good defense. Their defense has been very strong uh, to start the year. Uh, excited to see what happens when this Willis offense, which has been so explosive, takes on this Conroe defense. Conroe wants to shorten the game. They want to they want to keep this game in the 20s. Willis wants to get out and run. Who wins in that battle of Willis? Fascinating game there. Then, let's go to the Golden Triangle. This Big game here. Great. Kind of flying under the radar maybe a little bit as the number 6 team in 3A Division 2, the Newton Eagles, take on the unbeaten West Orange Stark uh, Mustangs. How about blanking? that for Hiawatha Hickman? There you go. This is a really intriguing game uh, for a lot for a number of different reasons. One of them is, and I mean this in a nice way, we just don't know nothing about Newton. Mm-mm. Newton's played one game. They played Woodville. It's a feisty Woodville team. They beat them 44-39 back in week two. They had a week one open, or week one, they were supposed to play Anahuac. That game got canceled Canceled. due to the wildfires uh, out in East Texas. Then, they play Woodville week two. They win 44-39. Then they had an open date. They're 1-0, entering week four. West Orange Stark has been very good. Uh, They have an overtime loss to Port Nature's Groves. Nothing to turn your nose up at. And then they got wins over Nederland and Little Cypress Mauriceville. Um, We know that Newton's got playmakers. Raylan Adams, Aaron Foster, uh, taking on a West Orange Shark team that could be back. I'm sorry, West Orange Shark is 2-1. They've got that loss to Port Nature's Groves. But... This is a huge game. It's a rivalry game down there in the Golden Triangle. Should be a great crowd there, fascinated by Newton and West Orange Stark. And finally, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Bobcat Stadium in Salina. It is a top five matchup in 
4A Division One as the Anacayos visit the Salina Bobcats. With Matt Stepp in attendance. Oh my gosh, Matt Stepp's going to be there. Fascinating game here. It's the third meeting in the last 12 months. Um, again, we talk about it in the picks video, but this is a different scene than the past couple of years or past meetings between Anna and Salina. Remember, Anna had not beaten Salina in 50 years before mm-hmm. last year. Then they beat him twice in, in two months. Um, Anna has answered a lot of the questions we had about them. Zyandre Williams, their quarterback, is the truth, and their defense has been very good. Going up against an, a Salina team that they're they're pushing and pushing, man. Their big offensive line is menacing. Harrison Williams and Logan Gutierrez running behind them, but their defense has left a little something to be desired. What happens when these two match up in a big rivalry game in Salina? I know Salina would like a little bit of revenge in this game. Fascinating game. Of course, you can watch the biggest games, the biggest moments live free everywhere on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight coming up tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. live free everywhere on TexanLive.com and on YouTube. Make sure you check it out. It's Red Zone for Texas High School Football. It's Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we're going to hear from Garrett Patterson, head coach of the Collinsville Pirates. He'll join us live here on the show. But first, a word from these valued goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Pick a lot of huge games across the state of Texas this week. Uh, a number of state-ranked matchups. One of them going down in 2A. 
in Cooper, Texas. Let's go to the hotline, Pickle, and talk to the head coach of the state-ranked and undefeated Collinsville Pirates. We're joined by Coach Garrett Patterson. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. How are things in beautiful Collinsville, Texas? Oh, man, they're good. Good. The weather's cool, so I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. That's that's a, a big win for everybody. Um, uh, I want to ask you about kind of the revitalization and the renaissance that this program has undergone in, in really the last 18 months. You know, a, a couple of years ago, uh, you, in 2021, this was a, a, a Collinsville team that was 4-6 and six and missing the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Last year, a 12-2 and two mark, one of the best years in program history, and now you guys have followed it up with a 3-0 and start and, and, and are rolling. What has been the biggest change in the shift in this program just in the last 18 months? Um, well, one, we, we've got a great senior class. I mean, we've got eight kids that are just great ball players. Um, you know, and two, uh, the, the mentality kind of flipped, um, you know, with winning in baseball and then it flipped in football and then we won in baseball again. And now it's translating over to, to football again. So, I mean, they understand they're, they're good athletes and they understand how to win big ball games too. Have you, so you can sense, uh, within the locker room, you can f- sense a different attitude these days than maybe back when you know you guys were going six and four, making the playoffs in in in, in twenty twenty. You can sense a different attitude within the program right now. Oh, there there's such a different attitude. I mean, they're so relaxed and so much more confident than what they were at that point in time. Um, they they don't get real tense before games. We're probably the most relaxed group I've ever been around, honestly, uh, in my twenty one years of coaching. It's Garrett Patterson of Collinsville here on Texas Football Today. Involved the conversation hashtag TF Today, uh, Coach. There's so much to talk about with your squad, but it's it's hard to ignore what uh, what QB one is doing. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> Logan Jenkins is putting up uh, uh, numbers that can only be described as obscene at this point. Uh, he's thrown mm-hmm. for 15 touchdowns and run for another two. The the numbers are shocking. Uh, but as the guy who gets to see him every day in practice and, and and in the locker room, what is it about Logan Jenkins that really makes him special? Uh, you know, the, the athletic ability is, is off the chart, really. Um, you know, he's he's such a, a good ball placer. He he can really put balls in a, in a spot where people can't catch them. He knows where to, to put touch on them or throw them hard. He, he's really just a smart kid as far as it goes. Too. I mean, he spent, you know, two years in a film room with me Monday and Monday through pretty much Thursday talking ball. And I mean, you can see it on the field. He's just got such a good command on the field right now. Oh, but it, I think it goes without saying, though, that like there's got to be somebody on the other end of these passes, too. And for as much as we talk about Logan Jenkins and he's worth the, the hype, to be clear. But between the offensive line and the receiver core, it seems to me, and by, by all means correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that everything on the offense is clicking right now. No, very much so. Very much so. You know, if you look at who's getting uh, touches, I mean, the distribution is very equal. Um, you know, uh, it, it's distributed amongst the five ball carriers. Uh, you know, we've got plenty of time. We haven't given up a sack all year long. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, everything is, is clicking very, very well. Assignment-wise, everybody's doing a really, really good job. And it's nice to have athletes that you can distribute the ball to all over the field. The, I mean, the, don't let the offense kind of fool you, though, because if it weren't, if you guys weren't scoring 42 points a game and putting up crazy numbers, people might miss the fact that you guys have just given up 34 points in your first three games. Uh, defensively, uh, on this defensive side, what has you most excited about this unit? Um, honestly, we're so much better up front this year than we were last year. 
Um, you can tell just by looking statistically at like tackles are, are my linebackers not getting as many tackles and neither is our free safety, which tells you your guys up front are doing a really good job of getting penetration and running to the football because last year we had so many tackles on the back end. And that's really, really exciting for us because, you know, it, it takes some of the workload off of those two guys. Uh, I do want to ask you a little bit, you know, it's a couple weeks away, but, um, you know, I know you got a game between now and then, but District 8-2A Division 2 play is going to start here pretty soon, uh, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a, a team, it's a district with plenty of plenty of known commodities, right? I mean, Celeste has been very good the past couple of years, Munster uh, needs no introduction, Lindsay, Santo, etc. Um, when you take a look at what you guys are going to be up against when you get to District 8-2A Division 2 play, I'm interested in, in your, your, what you're feeling about it. You know, my, my feeling is this. We, we've got to stay healthy. All small schools do. That's number one. I feel really good about our chances, you know, being with a veteran group. And, I mean, this is the first time where I really feel like we've got a really, really large veteran group. Um, you know, the, nothing but respect to all those programs that are in our district because we do have a very good district. And, you know, I just I feel like we've got a group that if we can stay healthy, we, we've got a, a long run ahead of us. Uh, and finally, Coach, it's going down tomorrow night. You guys are hopping on a bus and take, you know, 90 minutes, two hours to get over to Cooper, Texas, there in, in northeast Texas, uh, to take on another state-ranked team in, in, in the Cooper Bulldogs. Um, and, and certainly, I don't want to ask you to tell everybody what you plan on doing tomorrow night, but when you take a look at what you guys are going to be up against in Cooper tomorrow night, what do you see? Uh, they're very big. Um, probably one of the biggest teams we'll face all year long, if not the biggest team. Um, their their offensive line is so big. Um, you know they're very athletic. Um, they're going to run the ball at you. They're going to try to smash on you uh, quite a bit. You know, and Coach Casto has done a great job uh, bringing a lot of the the Gunner ideology over. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 are very much so like Gunner. Uh, run the same defense, and they're very sound special teams defensively. You you've got to be uh, pretty much squared away to, to win this kind of ball game. You know, just really excited about the opportunity. Uh, you know, we won't – I don't feel like we'll play another team of this caliber for a good while, and it'll give me a good measure and stick of where we're at. He's Garrett Patterson. He's the head coach of the state-ranked, unbeaten Collinsville Pirates. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the great start, and uh, best of luck tomorrow night in Cooper. Hey, thank you very much. Have a good one. Absolutely. There he goes. Garrett Patterson, head coach of the – Collinsville Pirates state ranked team with um, I mean I'll be honest right now if season ends right now season ends right now Logan Jenkins is, is is a finalist for Mr. Texas football oh yeah I mean he's been the numbers are stupid out. guys it's ridiculous they're stupid he's thrown for let me pull it up from our friends at Max Preps he's 84 of 99 okay that's an 85% completion percentage for 1,171 yards, that's 390 yards a game, and 15 touchdowns. That's five touchdowns a game against just one interception. Oh, no, and by the way, he's got two touchdowns rushing, too. He's been, he's been in an, on another planet this year, and, uh, and certainly worthy of the hype. But, and it's going to be a fun matchup between Cooper and Collinsville coming up here uh, tomorrow night in Cooper. We appreciate Coach Garrett Patterson's time. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. 
TexasFootball.com is you can be, is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Three magazines mailed directly to you, uh, plus a year of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including like if you want to see the game projections for all 650 plus Texas high school football games this week, you can go there on TexasFootball.com for subscribers. Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast, and a year of Dave Campbell's Texan Live. That's right, our streaming platform. Everything I mentioned. Thousands of high school events live, including hundreds of Texas high school football games live on your device. All that, everything I missed it, mentioned, under 50 bucks for the year. It is a shocking deal. I am livid, livid at the deal. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe and make me more mad. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Coming up here in just a moment, the picks, my high school football predictions for week four of the Texas high school football season. But first, a word from our partners. Takis is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career focused on the social, environmental, and economic well-being of our future. Be sure to check out this week's Spotlight Game of the Week, where we'll be spotlighting two Sustainability Champions Award winners. Thank you to Takis for your support of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with the North Texas Honda Dealers to honor community helpers from across North Texas. Texas is fortunate to have so many great individuals that give back to their community in so many different ways. Thanks to the support of the helpful North Texas Honda Dealers, we have an opportunity to shine a light on a few very deserving individuals. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Helpful Honda Community Helper Award, and thank you for being helpful in your community. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. Pickle, week four of the 2023 Texas high school football season is upon us. As we mentioned, hundreds of games across state, 600 plus, many of which you can watch live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Yeah. Many of which you can see live look-ins free on Dave Campbell's Texas Texas football football tonight. But only one person has to edit this video. It's Mallory Harley. Mm Mm-hmm. R.I.P. to Mallory Hartley. Yeah, There's a reason you haven't seen her lately. She's no longer with us. Mm, it's a tough scene. Anyway, here's my prediction for week four of the Texas High Football season here on Texas Football Today. State-ranked matchups, district showdowns, and rivalry matchups in week four of the Texas High School football season. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks, your guide to the Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in into week four of the 2023 Texas high school football season. And I really like this group of games. I would say that every week, but especially this week, because you get a wide variety of different stakes here. You've got these fantastic cross-regional matchups and cross-classification matchups that you find in non-district play. You've got a number of teams that are starting district play with games that count. you got big rivalry matchups. You've got narrative games. You've got teams that I think are trying to save their seasons this week. It's a really important and fun week to be a Texas high school football fan, and there's games everywhere you look. Every corner of the state has at least one or two games that are worth your attention. We start in the big country. 
7.30 p.m. Friday night at Forest Field in Hawley. It is a state-ranked 2A clash as the Albany Lions visit the Hawley Bearcats. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, Hawley's offensive reload. So the defending 2A Division I state champions kind of scuffled out of the gates offensively, lost their season opener to Jim Ned, and then struggled offensively against Lubbock Roosevelt. Now, they seem to have found their way last week against Eastland quarterback Keegan Abels, really lit it up. Landon Secor, their running back, got going as well. We know they have playmakers, right? Deontay Ramon, Chandler Myers, these are mismatches at the 2A level, but they've kind of been trying to figure out how all these new pieces fit together. Was last week's win over Eastland the spark? That's kind of what I'm interested in finding out. Now, the Albany defense is certainly going to have, say, have something to say about that as well, but has Hawley figured it out offensively, or will Albany put the pressure on them? Key number two, King of the Hill. Let's talk about Adam Hill, the undisputed star of this Albany team, and he is the classic 2A player, right? He's the team's leading rusher, a hard-charging running back that they are comfortable making the bell cow guy in this offense, the, the real signature piece of this offense. And oh yeah, he's the team's leading tackler as well on the defensive side, leading a ferocious and fast Albany defense. This is the guy that I think the entire state got to know in the state championship game last year, and he is back for his senior year and looking every bit the part of that leader that Coach Denny Faith always loves to have on his team. This team is going to, this is going to be a really fun matchup to see how this Hawley team deals with Adam Hill on pretty much every snap of this game. As the as Hill goes, so go the Lions. So what kind of impact will Adam Hill have on this contest? And key number three, title for title. So let's not ignore the headline of this game, right? It's a matchup with the defending 2A state champs. Hawley won the 2A Division I state championship last year. Albany won the 2A Division II crown. So with that, they're feeling pretty good. Got the belt over their shoulder, feeling pretty darn good in every game. And I think that they have what I like to think of as a champion's advantage. Every time you walk off the bus, the other team is looking at a champion. And they're saying, all right, we got to get past those guys if we want to accomplish our goals. They have that advantage every time they step into a game. Not in this one, though. Holly's going to look across the field and say, so what? We've got a state championship. Albany's going to look across the field and be like, what's the big deal? We've got a state championship. So these two teams are looking in a mirror. There's not going to be that kind of mental edge in this game that they're used to having. So which team can handle that look in the mirror better? Who am I picking? I'm going with Albany. The Lions get the nod here on the road thanks in large part to their more consistent offense. Adam Hill, of course, is such a star, but quarterback Chip Chambers, I think, has really grown into the role as the season has gone on. This is a team that I think is ready for prime time, and their defense is playing exceptionally well as well. Another part of this is, if you remember, last year, Albany hosted Hawley and got beat. I think they've got revenge on their minds. Now, a big question for me is whether or not Hawley's offense has figured it out. Did something click last week against Eastland and suddenly they're going to start running with guys like Keegan Abels and Deontay Ramon and Chandler Myers. They've got those weapons to go out and absolutely dominate offensively. We just haven't seen it as consistently as we would hoped so far. I think this game is going to be fascinating. I would be really surprised if it wasn't a one-score game, but I think Albany gets the win. Give me the Lions. Let's go to North Texas, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Bobcat Stadium in Salina. It is a top five matchup in 4A Division One as the Anna Coyotes visit the Salina Bobcats. This is the third time in the last 12 months that these two teams are meeting, and it's going to be a different feel this time around. Go back to last time these two teams played, and Anna was decidedly the Cinderella. They were the underdog in this game. They hadn't beaten Salina in 50 years. Then they went out and 
beat him twice. And I'll admit, I had big doubts about Anna coming into this year because they graduated so heavy. But quarterback Zyandra Williams is a star, and their defense, led by C.J. Miller, I think has stepped up in a big way. Last time we saw them, they were shutting out Aubrey. Their defense is going to need to be good against the Salina team because they can score, my goodness, can they score. Logan Gutierrez and Harrison Williams running the ball. They have been fantastic behind a big offensive line, but I have some questions about that defense, which has given up 76 points in its last two games. They're going to need to shore that up against Sandra Williams and company. I think this game is going to be fantastic. Salina is out for a little bit of revenge. I don't think they get it. I think Anna comes away with the win. Let's go to San Antonio, 7 o'clock Friday night at Ranger Stadium in Spring Branch. It is a District 12 5A Division I opener as the Smithson Valley Rangers take on the San Antonio Wagner Thunderbirds. And this is a fantastic way to open district play. Wagner made a big week one statement by drilling Liberty Hill, but kind of fell back to earth the next week when they lost to Dripping Springs. The flexbone offense for them so far has kind of run hot and cold. They've got some playmakers out there like Braden Prassy. They're going to need to get that offense hung up against a Smithson Valley defense that has been very strong to start the year, led by Jackson Maynard. This game, there's a real argument to be made that this is the district championship game here in the first week of district play, and that's going to give this a little extra spice, a little extra intensity. One thing to remember is that Smithson Valley has historically dominated this matchup. They are 13-2 since 2006 against Wagner. I think that trend continues. Give me the Rangers. And 7 o'clock Friday night at Bernie ISD Stadium. It is a cross-classification matchup as the Gregory Portland Wildcats visit the Bernie Greyhounds in a non-district affair. I've made no bones about the fact that I am very into Gregory Portland. I think that this Wildcats team is for real. I love the way that they run the ball of Gabriel Juarez. I think their quarterback, Reed Dooms, not only has an awesome name, but is also a darn good quarterback in a third year under Coach Brent Davis, I think has them rolling. Their defense has been very good. They're going to need to be good this week against Bernie because we know what they are about. They're going to line up that big offensive line, and they're going to push, 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 and run the ball with TJ Dement, who is one of the most underrated running backs in the state. We've got Hudson Hendricks back there as well. Two concerns for Bernie right now. One, they're banged up. Quarterback Jackson Bays is out for this. They've got freshman quarterback Hank Hendricks in there, and he's performed pretty admirably, but this is a big test against Gregory Portland. And furthermore, is the defense is a concern. In two of their three games, if kind of been lit up, and that's going to be a problem against Gregory Portland. I think this game has a chance to be really fun. I'm interested to see how Gregory Portland's defensive front matches up with Bernie's offensive front, but I think the Wildcats go to Bernie and get a win. But those are far from the only big games in week four of the Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. I like Alvarado over Rusk. Give me Amarillo Highland Park to stay hot with a win over Groover. And how's this for a non-district matchup? I like Gunner in a close one over Brock. Center wins a shootout over Dangerfield. I like Dilly to get a win over Freer. And Canatillo takes down El Paso Del Valle. Eagle Pass gets a win over Edinburgh North. I like Forney over West Mesquite in a low-key banger. And how's this for a mouthful? I like Cedar Park Vista Ridge over Round Rock Cedar Ridge. Holland beats Bremond. Honeygrove stays perfect with a win over Sims Boot. And I like China Spring over Waco Connolly. I'm going with Jordanton over Goliad, Lavernia over Geronimo Navarro, and in a battle of unbeatens, I like Columbus over Houston North Forest. Laredo United beats Shirts Clemens. Sunray gets a win over West Texas High, and I like Comanche over Toller. 
I'm going with Reagan County over Ira and Battle of Unbeatens down south. I like Roma over Zapata and give me Cooper over Collinsville. San Antonio Piper stays hot with a win over Hallettsville. Midland Legacy stays hot with a win over Cibolo Steel. And Cuero beats Corpus Christi Cal Allen. I like Seminole over Andrew. Stephenville gets by Abilene Wiley. And huge game in the DFW Metroplex. I like Denton Geyer over Prosper. Did you know Tidehaven hasn't given up a point yet? I think they beat Vanderbilt Industrial. Give me West Orange Stark over Newton, and Dickinson beats Klein Oak. I like Wink to bounce back with a win over Sundown. Give me Franklin over Jasper, and Holiday beats Childress. Ingleside edges Rio Hondo. Liberty Hill keeps it rolling with a win over Leander Rouse, and Lano beats Coleman. Big rivalry matchup out east. I like Longview over Lufkin. Big matchup of unbeatens in the 2A ranks. I like Mart over Centerville, and give me New Home over Floyd Data. I'm going with PSJA North over McAllen. In San Antonio, I like Alamo. Heights over McCollum, and for the 780th time in the last couple of years, it feels like, I like Wichita Falls Rider over Lubbock Cooper. Fun matchup of unbeatens in the Houston area, I like Willis over Conroe, and give me Winsboro to take down New Boston. Wolforth Friendship stays hot with a win over Abilene in our six-man game of the week. I like Newcastle over Jonesboro. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week four of the Texas high school football season. We'll see you. Good picks, big head. There he is. Picks. You have a big head. My high school football predictions for week four of the Texas high school football season. And per usual. I can guarantee you I got at least one of those right. Which one will it be? Tune in Monday to find out. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, coming up at 2 o'clock today, women talking football. Mallory Hartley and I uh, joined by a really, really cool guest. Excited for you all to see that. And then we talk some Concho Valley. And we um, go through the spotlight games. That will be on Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight, tomorrow. Right. Yeehaw. Got it. So, you can't tell me who the guest is? You have to tune in to find out? Yeah, tune okay. in to find out. It's, it's, gonna a, do f- it's a fun interview. Works for me. That's going to do, do it for us. <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Also on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Garrett Patterson, head coach of the Collinsville Pirates, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Yeah. Ah. Uh,